Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. So hello and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. And today we have a unique privilege to have on two guests, two of my friends. I think we're going to have a lot of fun today. This is going to be a very unique episode. I have my friend Dave Eberly, who I actually met on the mission trip to California, where I went earlier this year in 2023. He was our leader. So Dave was our leader. And I'm talking to Dave. I'm telling him that I'm this therapist. And, you know, and I see people who all seem to seem like they think there's something wrong with them and they don't know that they have this gifting or they're not even spiritual. They're not even Christian, but I, I can tell that there's something there that God has more for them that they don't even see. And so Dave was like, you need to meet my friend, John. And we have the unique privilege to have John on here as a guest. So I have both of them here with me and you'll kind of find out that dynamic as we, as we move into this, why I wanted Dave on the show as well, because John has such a strong gifting of seeing that it can take him and he can be in this other world, in this unseen world, which we talk about on the show. And I think this is unique because we we want to not feel like there's something wrong with us and we want to learn how to use the giftings God gave us, but we do also need to operate in this world. We've got to be, we have children, we're married, we have jobs and we have life. And so we have to learn how to navigate these unique giftings. So this is awesome to have you here, John. Thank you so much for being here and Dave to come and help us out as well. So go ahead and if you could both just introduce yourself really quick, Dave, why don't you start and just kind of share who you are and then we'll have John kind of start with his story and his testimony. Okay, thanks so much, Heidi. Uh, first, it was so much fun to have you on that trip last year to uh, Sacramento in California. Um, I'm on staff at Bethel Church in Redding, California. Um, and I get the fun of meeting all kinds of crazy people like Heidi and everyone, and we're just shaping <laughs> the kingdom of the world and going wherever God tells us and as led by the Spirit. And my very good friend, John, I'll let him do a little bit of introduction, but he has been a prophet and a seer and in our healing rooms for more than 15 years. Is it 20 years, John? About wow. 15. Wow. So he's extremely experienced, and that's why we want him to relate some things to us. So John, you want to say hi? All right. I'm John. Uh, it, I'm happy to be and excited to be here with you today. I'm not reading from cards on the back. Um, usually, uh, I'll have a book show up that I can read out of for different things that I'm teaching. So this is how my gifting operates where I, I, I just see things and I hear things. I can uh, smell, I can actually uh, smell when things are, are bad or good in a room. 
I, I like to do gold mining. I can walk across the earth and I can actually feel the magnetic fields come up out of the earth through my body. So, and I, I'm not a psychic or one of those types. I, I make sure that everything that I do is prefaced in, in the Holy Spirit because that's what's important. So, at the beginning, you know, it's when this stuff happens. Um, most people do not understand what's going on. They need somebody to help them to uh, get a get a grip um, because it feels like you're losing grip on reality when you have an entity or an angel show up and start talking to you. And um, so can I can I stop you there for a second? So I want to just kind of give a little background of that. If somebody is not Christian, they can sometimes like see things and sense things. And, and I think this is where in the mental health world, I think this happens a lot where there's something mm -hmm. dark in the room or they're, they're feeling something that feels really off and they can't describe it and they don't have any words for it. And when you are a born again Christian, you can start to use the Bible to actually learn and ask God and, and connect with the Holy Spirit to find out, okay, God, what is happening here in the unseen world? And so go ahead and keep keep talking, John. I just kind of wanted to okay. give some preference and explanation right. for that. So uh, the, the, the best way that I can describe this is uh, if I go back to the beginning to Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve were the ultimate in the ability to see God. Uh, and that was always the design uh, of God was for us to be able to communicate with the spirit realm that, that is there, that is the actuality. Some people would disagree with that. Have grace with them because it, it's just as real as I am sitting here being transmitted over the, the, the bandwidth that's on this computer. So uh, Adam and Eve were, were basically very, very in-depth, but they had an opportunity to actually walk with God in, in the cool of the evening. And there have been times where I've had angels and Jesus show up where I've walked with them in the cool of the evening. So this it's not a strange thing. There's scriptures that go. We, we have the privilege of looking at the life of Elijah and Elijah was a um, a prophet. So we want to talk a little bit about what, what's a prophet. A prophet was a, a a man that had a a designated office from God that had power and authority to do things that other people couldn't do. Now he he could do all that, but he still got depressed. And what what I find is people have a strong prophetic gifting is they they really get depressed very easily it's because they're under attack from the spiritual realm because there's the dark side and there's the light side it's like Heidi said that sometimes you can feel that there's a dark presence in the room you have no explanation for it I do have an explanation for that and I I do know how to overcome that so that the dark spirit or the dark whatever it is in the room, that we have power and authority over it. And I I, I like to explain how to do that. Uh, we do that through Colossians uh, 2.10. And so if you write that down, that's a, that's a good place to start because it tells us that we have authority. And the, the biggest thing is everybody always wants to have power. Elijah had power, but Elijah had the big thing. He had authority from God to do things. And, and so here's this man that has all of this stuff going on, and yet he gets severely depressed. And he goes and hides in a cave. And a whirlwind comes. You know, he's listening for God. 
and he, he realizes that the voice of God is not in the whirlwind. Well, that tells me that at some point in time, God had the ability to speak to him through the voice of the whirlwind. And it says that the earthquake came and the earth shook and it shook the rocks where he was staying. Yet he said, well, the voice of God was not in that. And that tells me that there have been times where he had experienced God moving in the earthquake. So we go, how can this be? Well, we come back to this thing where we're going, God, how do I hear your voice? Because this is a big thing. And, and so we're, we, we're always listening to all the noise that's out there trying to determine, is this God or is this some other kind of thing that's going on? And and it says that Elijah was there, and all of a sudden he heard this still, small voice speaking to him. And he knew instantly, he knew inside of him that that it was God. My experience going back to me then, when I was younger, I would always hear this stuff and see it. I had no context for it. My brother uh, was probably further along in the but he was practicing the, the white witchcraft and the things that were going on at the time in the 60s with his uh, his wife. And so, but he said, I want to protect you. So they put a protective shield around me as I grew up from the time I was 10 till the time I was 19. Yet I would still have these encounters or um, the one that, that kind of scared me. Uh, and, and they're scary. Uh, I'm, I'm there and I go off uh, and I'm watching TV and I see on the television that the, the a picture of the earth and it splits and there's fire coming from it. And I heard this voice say, and and what is it that you're going to have to say to these people when this happens? And I'm going, why, why am I being spoken to this way? Because I, I have no clue about what this means or anything. And um, then, then I got involved with drugs because, you know, my brother was involved and we thought, okay, well, uh, I wanted to be like him. And and I would start to go out and I'd start to do things. And there would be this voice that would show up inside of me and say, is that what you want to do to yourself? And and I, it would startle me because why would I be hearing a voice that would be talking to me like smoking cigarettes or doing methamphetamine when I, would, when I did that back in the 60s? Hmm. And um, the methamphetamine was really crazy because this is before the, the TV commercial. And I, I had been shooting it up and I took my um, my head and I, I actually tilted it and I hear my brain sloshing around in my head. And this voice showed up and the voice said to me, this is what you're doing to your body. I said, I didn't know. Wow. And from that point on, I never did the drugs again. Wow. It was like, And that was before I came to Christ. And here's this, like, these voices that are speaking to me that are keeping me from doing things that are wrong. I mean, you got uh, other people that, that hear the voices that tell them to do things that are wrong, and they're telling me to do things that are right. I do know that I, I asked Jesus to come into my heart when I was about 10 years old, and and I got the full package, and I, it's just that I didn't know how to unwrap it. There was nobody to teach me how to unwrap what God was going to do with me. Um, went on, and and so 
I I can hear God speak to me, and I know His voice. It's it very plain and very clear to me. Uh, some people go, well, how do you distinguish? I go, well, that sometimes can be hard. But when it tells me to do something that's evil, I know that's not from God. That's good. It tells me to do something that's good. I know that can be from God. Now, notice I said can be. There are times where the that in that spirit realm that they want to trick you, and they'll take a little bit of truth, a little bit of hearing that you're hearing, and let you and say yes and get you in a place where you're in trouble. And uh, yes, the other side speaks to you just as clearly as the angelic and the heavenly side. And um, that's when I'm working with a, a young man that is suffering with schizophrenia. It's interesting because uh, as I counsel him and I explain to him his authority, he he has more control in his life. Dave has been helping me with him. Uh, when he first came to us, he was a basket case. I mean, it's really bad. Uh, I did not tell him to stop taking medication. I I, I always tell him, I said, you uh, are you taking your medication? That's, that's the first thing. I, I never stop anybody from doing that. But here's this young man that is um, seeing and hearing the spirit realm. He's seeing demonic forces trying to torture him. And he's seeing angelic forces that are trying to help him. And he can't distinguish between uh, which one has more power. And the only way to get to the place where I, I believe that eventually he'll be free from the medication. The only way to get there is, is to train him as a child in a way he should go. And the ability to see and understand what it is that you're hearing. It, it can, like my son has the same type of gifting that I have, but he, but he sees openly and he, he got himself in a whole lot of trouble. And so he doesn't know how to distinguish between the right and the wrong. And because he has the, these um, figures or, and they're full body figures with faces and robes and the whole thing show up and he calls them the ancients. And they, they try to tell him to do stuff. And um, one time they tried to take him and the angel showed up and, and stopped it. So, you know, there, there's this, all this interaction in the spirit realm that designed for us. And then we got these people out here that, that are on the street and that I, I know that uh, with the gifting that I have. Okay. And so, so I have a seer prophetic seer gifting the prophetic this is and for a long time i would deny this and uh, and i had this encounters and in this one encounter where i'm laying on the couch i have this angel show up and look me in the face and he, and he says to me he goes look i want you to stop saying that you can't see and i want you to stop saying that you're not prophetic because because you are and so uh, from that point on i'm still learning how to not let that negative comment come out of my mouth because i have realized that that i prophetically i can see in the spirit realm so as a seer what does that mean prophets okay elijah the prophet we'll get to the seer in a minute elijah the prophet was a prophet but he saw also but if we take the the a prophet is usually the one that is 
uh, black and white, very by the numbers. They're, they're outside the box, but not so far outside the box. And they're the ones that get depressed the most because the enemy attacks them because they have this extreme gifting to display uh, the future with foreknowledge and to, and to just go over stuff that you have in your life so you can get healed. Same description fits the seer, where, where the seer is easily connected to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I find that most of the people that can see usually end up in a um, counseling field because they're gifted in these areas and they know how to walk through this. And you, you'll look at these um, these folks and they'll be super gifted to be able to counsel. Well, this is a, a part of the gift there is, is this place where you're, you have all of this wisdom and all the things you've learned, but then all of a sudden it like it, it shifts. I, I have about 10,000 hours in sozo counseling and stuff that, and I keep up, I probably have more than that, but that was back in 2012 when I, I had to do some computations for a thing uh, and I've gone further. So Looking at this this Elijah complex, Elijah is a very hardcore, and he always showed up to do the hard things. Where seers are always there, are people that that um, they have the ability to counsel, they have the ability to heal, they have the ability to physically know how to heal people and spiritually know how to heal people, and uh, they they're very perceptive. And in in the this field of counseling, you, you go to them because they're the ones that are really good because they're creative. And this is the other word that uh, I like to use for seers is, is they're extremely creative and, and how to get people out of the hole. It doesn't mean that the people are going to cooperate. Then I find that when I'm, I'm working in the healing rooms at Bethel or working with people that God sends me people that are seers because I'm gifted as a seer and I've gone to the point where um, I asked God one time, I said, what are, really? I said, what am I, I, I good at? And, and I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, and, and he says, you're good at praying for people. Why don't you go ahead and concentrate on that particular area and all the studies that you're doing from now on? And wow, it just kind of like overtook me. And, and I, I got into this place where um, I, I, if a person has uh, sugar diabetes, is, uh, it's usually based in a deep rejection by a father figure. And, and here you got all of this, these, these things where I was able to, to look at a, a physical malady and then begin to counsel a person and pray and watch them get set free and watch them be set free from their dependence on the insulin. And um over and over and over, I, I've seen miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle where people are just kind of um, taken apart and put back together by the Holy Spirit. And it's not me because I, I, I always look at this place where I'm trying to function within what God has called me to do. That is my calling is, is I know how to pray for people. So therefore, if you if you come to me um, in 
in the Old Testament, I would be probably sitting at the gate as a judge, and and uh, and the prophets would sit at the gate as judge. And so we would be able to judge people and say, okay, I want to take this one over and um, and work with them for a while. And and you begin to work with them and help them unravel the things that have happened. A seer knows how to do that, kind of like it's uh, intuitive. I, I love the gifting, but it makes me work hard. Okay, so in some cases, it's a literal theme. Like, for example, with Elijah, when he was with Elisha, and he revealed to him the armies of angels that were... Elijah, without doing anything, could see the armies of angels and cooperate with them. Is that not an example of a seer? Yes, that's really cool when it happens, too. I I went out... Uh, I had a guy show up at my house that was a meth addict, you know, a friend of my son's, and uh, he, he's sitting there drinking a beer, and I walk out, and and, uh, and, and there's no condemnation here. It's just, it, it, and he looks at me, and he, and he pours his beer out on the floor. He says, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Salskop. And and at that time, what, what happened was when I walked out, I looked up, and I could see angels come. They, they were uh, standing side by side, looking at each other, and then they turned shoulder to shoulder and and were around my house to protect me uh, and i would have people show up for counseling so our counselors um you know when you feel really comfortable and you're in the zone that the holy spirit shows up and it, it's it's not so much you're in the zone it's just the holy spirit is is beginning to express himself through you whether you realize the holy spirit or not the holy spirit is is uh Go back to Adam and Eve. Here's this progenitors that had a, the opening to hear and see in the spirit realm. Um, the the other prophet, and we want to talk. I want to talk about another prophet here, Dave, for a minute. And uh, before we get to, uh, uh, I want to talk about Balak, Balaam, and Balak. Uh, Balak wanted Balaam to go and curse somebody. So, and this is an issue that I have to deal with people a lot is, is curses, written blood, uh, all this stuff. And, uh, but here, here's this man that comes and he's riding a donkey and the donkey was actually a better seer than him, even though he was the seer that was on the donkey. And the donkey gets, is going down this, this, uh, this is numbers 22 and through 24. And the donkey gets to this gate and it, and it won't go forward. And, the donkey turns around and he tells the guy riding his back, he says, I'm not going forward. There's an angel with a sword in front of me, and he's going to kill me if I take you forward. Now, going back to uh, the roots of the all of this, he was coming from the city of Beor, which and Beor means she sees. That's where a lot of the seers were located at that time. And that was a, a prophetic city that allowed people to uh, go out and do uh, curses on families or blessings on families. And so that's why the call was made to, to him. And he rode out expecting to get a lot of money. Well, that donkey, that donkey could see better than he could and wasn't going to go. And he got, he, the guy got off and he started beating the donkey. And the donkey says, look, man, that angel's standing there. He's going to kill me if I go there. Now, most people, if you tell that story, that that's what happened to you, they look at you like you need medication. 
And here's a guy that would be telling the story, and the story is the truth. And in our society, we do not really want people connected because that's not normal. So we give them some kind of medication to keep them from being abnormal to come back to normal. And so relating directly to that, there's, I think, a lot of examples going back to Elijah of different scenes with him where he's doing some very strange things. I mean, surely the people thought he was very, very strange. So let's go back to Elijah. Here's a man that would wander in the desert. He probably wore camels here, which is pretty itchy. Uh, and he he had long hair or, or a long, he had a, a long beard that allowed him, he, he looked different. He was scary. sideways naked for a long time or something like that. Do you want me to do this again? <laughs> <laughs> did, did God tell Elijah to, to lay down naked for like a year or two or something like that? Yeah. On one of his sides. He, he hid in that cave. Okay, let's get, go back to the cave. He hid in that cave for about two years. And he had ravens show up and feed him. Yeah. And he, I don't know if he talked to them. After after looking at Balaam and Balak and, and the, the talking donkey, that had more brains than the person riding on his back. There's some things that that we we do not attribute them to what's normal. Where in Old Testament times, that was actually very normal, and they taught their children how to hear and see. It was very normal for the Jewish people. I've never seen. Anytime that an angel show up, they, they weren't really shocked. What, you know, Mary, she's in there and has an angel show up, you're going to have this baby named Jesus. She didn't get freaked out. And then uh, it's like, really? I probably would have put her on medication. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. Uh, right? We're so far out there, Dave. We're so far out there and, and doing the easy thing. So there's so many people, I think, also like you that start out as children seeing these things, but they get shut down either by their parents or by community or by pastors, everything. How, like if there's people that are watching that are in that mode that they do see things and angels yeah. and demons, or maybe they're not sure, how do they get out? You know, you teach about this, but how do they find out more or what's their way to deal with yeah i i do there there's the normal stuff that happens um everything that we go through gives us another as they would say in our social department they give us another lens to look at life through sometimes they can be good sometimes they can be bad every experience allows us to um experience something new if if we can take that experience and 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 be able to put it in a box and, and i'm out of the box so if i take that experience put in a box where i can i can take it apart and i can look at the parts and the pieces and i can actually have a vision like that where i can take that and put it and i can take all the parts and pieces apart and put it back together and um and and watch it and re-watch it and watch it so i can get more information because this is this is just part of my gifting um some people you have to take them and teach them so I wish I had have been more adept 
at this when I was 27, but I wasn't. And my my kids started seeing at, at uh, when they were three years old, and they would have monsters come into the room. We said, "There's no monsters," and I walk in there, and there's monsters in there because I can see them, right? And I can't lie to my child and say there's there's no entities in here. I had to teach him. I had to teach him. Well, I would just pray, and, and they would go away. I would pray the blood of Jesus. Well, he did learn how to do that. And so that protected him when he was walking the streets homeless. And that protected me when I was wandering in the drug scene and homeless for a while and then back home and then walked out of it. God does protect us. It's this place where we we get stuck. And I'm saying for my kids, I didn't know what I know now. If I had known then, my it could be different. John, about about how old are you? And um, would you say part of your relief in some of this was you got actually into a community of prophets and seers and you could actually learn uh, a little bit better on what's normal and not? Here's my normal. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you. Here's my normal. I'm laying in bed and I have an angel show up over me. And lights are on. The angel's uh, yelling, Elijah, 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 I finally found you. I'm going, uh, I closed my eyes and I'm praying. I said, God, please let this thing go away. If it's not from you. I said, it's got to go away. Now, now, understand what I just did. I said, God, I said, Holy Spirit, if he is not from you, please take him away. I opened my eyes and here's this angel going, and his hair is like this and he's scary looking. And he's going, Elijah, 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 I, I, I finally found you. And I, I go, oh, no, that's not me. I close my eyes, and I'm praying. I say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, would you help me? And I open my eyes, and the angel, he says to me, I, he goes, I know you're not Elijah, but you carry an anointing like him, and I'm glad that I finally found you. And uh, it's so this is my normal. That's just kind of easy. I've learned how I've had to learn how to deal with that on a daily basis. But would you say for uh, people that are is. just just learning that they're in that mode, that they have these things mm -hmm. and not really used to it, for them to get into a community or a group that is like that, is that kind of a major step forward for them to be understood? It's it's really not hard in in the classes that I teach that that we're going to be making available some time towards uh, September the end of September. I explain to them uh, that it, it's not easy, but it's easy. We have to come to the Holy Spirit and and have Him help us to guide us through these things. If if I try to do it on my own, I always get confused. That's why it's important to have if. If you do have a seer gifting, right? So seer gifting uh, is kind of a misnomer. Let me let me explain to you why I say it that way. And I was talking to Dave earlier. A seer is not always about what you see with your eyes. It A seer anointing involves what you intuitively feel, uh, your discernment. Sometimes you can smell stuff. Sometimes you can taste it. Sometimes you you know you you can walk in and and the hair stands up on your body because there's something not quite right. That this and this is all involved with the seer gifting. A prophetic gifting 
doesn't usually have all those things to it. If they do, then they have a prophetic seer gifting, which is which is a better a better way to to be able to explain it. Uh, they're able to experience the whole thing, and uh, they're able to uh, look forward into things and and look back into things and make it related relatable to people so that they don't feel that they're they're out of place. The big thing about being a seer or prophet is you suffer a lot of rejection. Um, when I was 25, I was riding in the car with my um, pastor, and and he goes, I wonder what they're doing over there. And I looked over and I said, well, they're putting pressure strips in the street so it will activate the lights and da 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 And it was kind of like, I didn't know, but it just came to me. He looked at me and he says, um, you're nothing but a Mr. Know-it-all. And he cut me off. And so I shut down my gifting at that time because it was uh, very difficult to always get rejected for what you see. So why would I want to tell somebody what I'm seeing if you're going to reject what I'm seeing? And so that makes a difficulty for kids, children that are seeing in the spirit. They don't want to be different. And uh, as counselors, it, it's my job to, to take a child and help them feel comfortable, accepted, and understand what's going on around him. That child is no different than an adult. Adult is a, usually a child that's stuck at some place. Uh, something's happened to them. They've had some kind of trauma, say a sexual abuse or um, uh, just physical abuse, where it's locked them in at a certain age. And so they get stuck. And if you if you don't have the the discernment's the word I want, the discernment to reach in there and, and kind of nick that and take a piece at a time because you can't always help them all at once because it will destroy them. So you, you take and you walk them through exercises in, in the spirit realm that helps them to get strong so that their gifting then becomes something that is sought after and um, that is looked up to and they can feel comfortable doing that uh, most of uh most of my classes i that's what I'm, I'm trying to do is make my seers comfortable in, in the fact that they're a seer that there's nothing wrong with that but how do that's you put so that good. in context and that's the, with everybody some yeah. of the big advantage to your class john is that there's a group of us that can operate together and be comfortable and we can all understand each other then. And that might be a good way for people to break out of that. But one of the testimonies I want you to share, because we're just about out of time, talk, talk about the healing uh, with the lightning. Oh, the lightning. <laughs> okay. I was, I was in the healing rooms and, uh, you know, I did, just kind of, I, I like I said, I like to pray for people because when I pray for people, they get healed. So I'm standing there and um, I, I hear this sound. It goes, and I see this lightning come out of the ceiling in the sanctuary. And all of a sudden it hits this lady in the knee and it goes, bloop. And I'm going, now you saw that, but no one well, else. Saw it, right? I saw it. And I'm going like, what was that? And I'm not telling nobody what I saw because even though that's a place where you can be strange and you can talk about stuff, that one caught me off guard. And she, and she goes, she grabs her knee. She goes, my knee feels better. I'm going, oh, just better. And I hear this other, 
boop, and it hits her knee again. I see the lightning come out of the out of the ceiling, and it hits her knee again. And I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm go, I'm doing this. I'm going. Uh, uh, I I go. How's your knee? She goes. Well, that's really strange. She said, "There's nothing wrong with it anymore." Now I'm seeing visual stuff. Not everybody sees visual stuff. Some people hear voices. All right, here we go. Some people hear voices that allow them to be creative enough that they can pray a certain way and somebody gets healed. I can be standing there and um, praying for people, and I have to stop because I'll have an angel standing next to me giving me information so that I have information to give to this person that will take their faith in, in what we're doing and take them to another level so they get healed. Yeah, Heidi, I'm I'm that far out there. <laughs> no, this is but this is why I wanted to have you on because it's taking I mean it is it is far out there. So I know there's some people that are listening that are like my mind can't grasp it and I just want to invite you to just get curious that doesn't I think the world accepts this with going to a psychic or with going to a medium or somebody who has these gifts mm -hmm. and even Christians are accepting that. And this is something that God actually wants us to step into. And I love yeah. how John is talking about this by saying, you you continue to have the support of a psychiatrist and a counselor. If, if you are hearing voices and seeing things, you continue to be on medication while getting the support of somebody like you who can help foster this gift, get in a community of people that understand this so you don't feel we weird. Find a creative outlet, if it's art or if it's dance or some sort of creative way to be able to yes, speak right. this out we to me i feel like we're kind of on the edge of something that it, it feels like you're pioneering something it's and i know there are people that do this um blake healy has many books that he's written he is a seer and his parents actually started to teach him when he was a teenager mm -hmm. but i mean we could probably keep talking about this topic for a long time but just for the sake of time i do want us to have you guys pray for the listeners and mm -hmm. Um, also kind of talk about your classes. If people do want to know more about this, you guys can reach out to me again. This is, this is something new that John is actually teaching these classes. Dave has been helping him and they will be making these available soon. We just do not have the, the information right now. So please just reach out to me. My website is Heidi Mortensen, H-E-I-D-I-M-O-R-T-E-N-S-O-N.com. And find it also find the information with the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. So just want to make sure that people know they can get information about it. Um, because this is a this is a great topic. It's it can be controversial, it can be confusing. Um, but this is really something that can help a lot of people who are suffering right now. I think uh, to just summarize about John's classes, I think they're so beneficial. There's so many people that have these giftings and that from God, whether they're Christian or not. And they yes. need to, they, first of all, what I've been fascin fascinated with in John's classes is first he breaks off the shame by saying, listen, this is, it's okay. You're built this way. It's not something that's abnormal or mental. You need to just learn how to manage it. That's one thing he does. And then the next, because we are in a group of those types of people, he starts the teaching and he brings them together and it makes it normal and it's good. I actually believe there is a wave of this that's emerging. And even in our uh, supernatural school, 
there's many of these prophetic and seers that don't get addressed because they don't understand and they shut it down in their shame or whatever. But that's the revelation that's happening. So well, the classes are coming forward and it's going to be fun. Well, and most people hear it and they just think that's so weird. What's wrong with you? You're out there. You have bipolar. You have schizophrenia. I mean, it it is so far out there. And I think it's why I wanted to have Dave on here too, to really kind of affirm these things that John is talking about. Not that we wouldn't, wouldn't believe John, but it is his, his mind is so brilliant and he's so out there. And there's so many of you that have this brilliant mind that the Lord actually gave you. And we've got to be able to partner with the Holy Spirit to actually use these gifts because we have so many people who are hurting and actually need your gifting and it's, you know, so I agree with you, Dave, about this, that it's growing. And so, John, I would love if you could pray for our listeners, um, break off shame, and just let the Holy Spirit lead with having you pray for us. Uh, real okay. quick, John goes, yeah, I can do that quick. So um, okay. <laughs> let me preface this a little bit. I don't take any medication. I never have. So um, you get the full force of what's happened to me without anything, uh, nothing to relax me. I, I drink tea at night, to um, two tea bags of tea with caffeine in it, so I can go to sleep. Everything is reversed on me. So I, I um, release on each person out there that has been rejected for the gifting that they have, and, or you have been put in a place where you've been shamed. We break the shame and the rejection off of you right now. We release you in a place where you can hear the Holy Spirit, uh, the covering that's been over these areas because of the wounding that, that you received over your lifetime. Uh, and because it's continual, because people continue to say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. And you know, you, you, you just said the truth. And uh, they say to you, uh, all these things, I, I break the words that they're using to control you to make you to become like them and put you back in the box i break those words off of you and i release you into this place of super creativity within the realm of the holy spirit and let the holy spirit be uh the one that that protects you when you get into these feelings and things that will give you the utmost place of safety I don't care if you're a Christian or non-Christian, you can always ask the Holy Spirit and he always will oblige. Make sure, say, Holy Spirit, are you the one that's sent from God? And he'll say, yeah, and he will show up. And once you get familiar with him, you may find out you truly like him and you may want to invite him to come into your heart and be part of what you're doing. So um, the only way you're gonna find out is if you take this Oh, no, we're not doing medication, but that's what it would be like. It, it, you just have to go ahead and say, okay, I'm willing to allow myself to be touched and felt by the Holy Spirit. And you that are feelers, you'll feel it. And one, use that, that consense, you know, this, this sense. And some of you, like, like me, uh, I just see it all. And uh, so, you know, and you have to just pick what you want to see you you have a choice so i release on you the ability to make clear cut choices today amen amen amen
That was so good. Thank you so much, John. Thank you, Dave. It's been an honor having you both. And in the future, I'd love to actually have you guys on again. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.